Senoras y senores, what is going on? Happy Sunday, happy Eagles game day to all across the Delaware Valley, across the country. I know it's Eagles game day. We're not going to talk about Eagles. I do apologize. Last night, we did get work done a little bit too late. By the time I got done watching the Sixers and the Flyers together, it was midnight. There was no way I was going to be doing a recap. So we're doing it here this morning. If you guys do want an Eagles preview, that is actually on my YouTube channel right now. We did that yesterday. The Eagles previews out. Eagles versus Broncos, 425 today. So if you want to see what I have to think about, what I think about the Eagles and Broncos today, that's already up. So you guys can head on over to my YouTube channel and check that out. And while you're there, guys, consider subscribing to Ed Parasoto Philly's YouTube channel. We do talk about Philly sports all the damn time from the Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, and the Philadelphia Union. We do recaps. We do interviews. We do all this fun stuff. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. You can find all of this on a po the podcast platforms Oi and Philly Sports, you can find that everywhere you subscribe to podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Consider subscribing and and, uh, and rating that podcast as well. So today what we're going to do, we're going to recap this Sixers game right now. And after, right, literally, right after, we're going to do, we're going to hop back on here. We're going to talk Flyers. So if you guys still want to talk Sixers and Flyers from last night, this is the time to do it. Tonight, uh, we're, I'm going to be on DSM for the first time. We're going to be recapping the Eagles versus the Broncos on DSM Media. So if you guys aren't subscribed to DSM Media, do yourself that favor. Make sure you guys are subscribed because we will be break, breaking down the Eagles and Broncos later on. I'll be hopping on for the first time. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hop on with those guys, see what they have to say at the game. But enough about birds. We'll talk about that later. Sixers versus Pacers last night. Listen, not the way you want to start off a six-game road trip, right? This is a daunting road trip. Not only did you start with Indiana, but now you got to migrate over to the West Coast and face off against some tough Western Conference teams. And this is not how you want to start off, especially the way you ended the three-game homestand at the Wells Fargo Center, losing all three of those games. Tonight, the Sixers lose 118-113. to 113. The Sixers team flat out looked tired, all right? They they could not keep up with the Indiana Pacers, and the Indiana Pacers look extremely motivated coming into this game. They look hungry. Final score was 118-113, to 113. and I really want to give credit to the Pacers here because I feel like they came, they were ready. They came up. They were inspired. They did not want to lose again. Listen, the Sixers and the Pacers, Sixers have had their numbers over, over the last couple of seasons here. The Pacers came ready to play. Uh, Rick Harlow was was one of the better hirings in the offseason. Coming back to the Indiana Pacers, a lot of people forget he actually was there during the end of the Reggie Miller days with Ron Artest and, and Jermaine O'Neal and, and with uh, Jamal Tinsley, I think his name was. Dude, those were some those were some solid teams back in those days. And Carlisle was a young guy, a young pup coaching those teams, and obviously they had to part ways. And he went out to go to Dallas, and we all know what happened in Dallas. And this team. This is a great coaching job that he's done with the Indiana Pacers. They have all bought into his system. They play such great team basketball. And really the key, the really the key last night's win for the Pacers was number one, their ball movement was spectacular. Finding that extra pass, getting a more much more efficient shot. And 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 they were such efficient all the night as well, which is one of the bigger, big reasons why. Uh, that they won this game, but the Sixers, the Sixers all game long were trying to crawl back, trying to catch up to the Indiana Pacers. They eventually would find a way to get that to uh, to get, cut the lead to five points with less than three minutes left into the game. But uh, unfortunately, some just boneheaded moves. You had a uh, you 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 uh, put Indiana in a tough situation. 
TJ McConnell's about to turn the ball over. He flips it over to Justin Holiday out on the wing, and Justin Holiday can't control that pass, and he flips it over to Malcolm Brogdon. Tyrese Maxey, look, as much as we love Tyrese, and he's doing a fantastic job, we'll talk about him in a second, but on that instance there, you have about two minutes left on the clock. Justin Holiday's flipping that bad boy up. It's a jump ball. You got to be smarter than that. He bumps into uh, Tyrese bumps into Malcolm Brogdon, which forces a foul. He goes to free throw line. We get lucky. He only knocks down one of two. But then on the other end, Andre Drummond turns the ball over uh, with the walk there. It was it's just come on, Andre. You got to do better than that. Find someone. There was someone open. You had there was three guys on Drummond on that instance. You got to find that open dude. Right. And then you come back down Indiana on three straight possessions. TJ McConnell, we love T. We love TJ, and TJ bit us in the butt. TJ finds finds a way to get three straight buckets on three straight possessions. The Sixers could not respond to any of those possessions, and the Pacers pretty much sealed the deal in in the matter of a minute and a half in the fourth quarter, right there. And the Sixers could not could not do anything. TJ three straight possessions, right? And then he he thinks he's at the Wells Fargo Center. He's getting the crowd up at at, at uh what's it called Bankers Life uh, Stadium Arena. He's it feels like he's back at the Wells Fargo Center trying to get everybody all riled up. But TJ, you're in Indiana. You're not in Philly anymore. <laughs> so you're not gonna get the same type of crowd. Now Indiana, it's good basketball state. It's a good basketball state. Um, it's tough with the Pacers. It's tough with the cold. It's not a big populated city like you know. The East, any of these East Coast teams, but they are passionate about their Pacers, and they definitely should be excited about last night because that was a good win for the Indiana Pacers there. But that was that was just tough all night long. You just were trying to keep up with the Indiana Pacers. All right, let's look at our starting lineup. So you had uh, Tyrese Maxey obviously starting at, at the point guard with Seth Curry. You had Danny Green, Tobias Harris, Andre Drummond, the usual suspects with what you have right now. Um, obviously the story of the game in my in the starting line of my opinion was Tobias Harris. Um, really guys give him credit. The dude literally just came off of COVID. It's not easy to get back acclimated into the game, especially after coming back from COVID. Um, and the gate in first game, I didn't feel like he was completely efficient on the night. I felt like he had left a lot of baskets out there on the court. He still finished with 19 points. It's pretty damn good coming back from COVID tonight. The dude dropped, or I'm sorry, last night, the dude dropped 32 points, 32 points. He looked like the Toby, especially he got a lot of, a couple of his threes came from in that first half. He he looked like he started getting back to the Toby before COVID. And it was, it, it was great to see because we obviously needed that offense production from Tobias Harris. You can't keep relying on Tyrese Maxey to creating all the buckets here for the Philadelphia 76ers, but it was really good to see Tobias Harris. He finished 10 of 22 from the field, 3 of 4 from the three-point line. Obviously, when you look at that, not completely efficient from, from the field, but still my man dropped 32 points, and you kind of do want to see him knock down a couple more threes. Or, you know what, you want to see him take more attempts because he did have four attempts. He did make three of those, so that's pretty damn good, but you definitely want to see him do some more. And he was solid from the free throw, free throw line. He went there a couple of times. He also added 11 boards and three assists, having a tough job of, of guarding um, Sabonis, who uh, in the first half, man, was perfect. He was 7-7 from the field, had two threes included with that. It was tough to stop him. Beginning of second in the second half, he had two straight shots on two straight possessions where he just did not make it. It was like it was like a little hook shot banked off the back of the rim, uh, and then one he just completely missed. And uh, it, it, it was it, he slowed down in that second half, but defensively, Tobias uh, caught up again. But uh, Tobias, great performance here, great performance. We're gonna need that all all in this road trip, all in this road trip. Of course, Tyrese Maxey. Look, we we talk about Tyrese every single uh, recap here. 
And for good measures tonight, finishes with 24 points, 10 of 15 from the field, three of four from three point line. He had two boards and three assists. Look, we talked about his offensive game over the past couple of recaps. We know he has improved a lot in a lot of different areas from shooting the ball, how he reads the court. His floater even got better. But I think what I really took tonight, right? The Pacers go on a run. I think it was like a like a 16 to 2 run, whatever it was in the second quarter. Tyrese Maxey knocks down a three. Or Tyrese Maxey knocks down a, a shot. He gets fouled, gets the to the uh, foul line for an and one. He gets his guys, he gets everyone together, and he's calming people down. The maturation of this young Tyrese Max, he just turned 21 years old, and he's out here leading the Sixers. He's out here being the guy to calm everyone down. That, to me, last night, that was my biggest takeaway. The fact that Maxie not only is taking the next step of his game offensively, but he's also taking the next step as a leader on this team. That is huge, absolutely huge. And uh, and that to me was was a bright spot for sure. So not obviously when you lose to the Pacers, not too many bright spots. But hey, he was definitely, definitely, definitely a bright spot. Um, Seth Curry finished with 11 points. He kind of went quiet in the second half. He's 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 getting he got he got cold. Obviously, you know he had that stretch where he was averaging like 22 points or whatever it was in, in the beginning of the year. Definitely went a little bit cold, obviously. He might be dealing still with that foot situation. He had that foot contusion that knocked him out of Tuesday game against Milwaukee, but he definitely has to step it up for sure. 3-10 from the field, 2-5 from the three-point line. His bread and butter is not there. Uh, he was perfect from the free throw line, but 11 points. We definitely are, are uh, going to need some more there. Danny Green, um, 14 points, 4-6 from the field, 2-2 two, two from the three-point line. I'm concerned. I'm a little concerned here. He got knocked out of this game again with that hamstring injury. This is a concern because we're talking about a, an older veteran player who already early on in the season, second time he's dealing with a bum hammy. And that is raised. That does raise some concerns. Now, you know, if you if you do follow me on TikTok, first off, thank you so much. But you, I, I put out earlier, I put, I think it was Thursday or Friday. No, I think it was Thursday. I put up a trade proposal that uh, Zach Shavala from PSN Sixers team put out there on Twitter. And a, a trade proposal where we would send out Ben Simmons, um, Danny Green, and I forget who the other player was, but sending Danny Green to Boston, I would consider adding some, adding Danny to some sort of trade piece uh, to add some younger player who can add some, uh, some, some spacing as well because. I like Danny, and I think that Danny's leadership and stretchability can be useful in the playoffs. But one of the reasons why we did lose to the Hawks besides some of the other points that we already talked about. But Danny missing was a big key to that. Not only did we miss his veteran leadership, a guy who's won three NBA finals in this league, but also his spacing, his intelligence on the defensive uh, defensive end. Even today, he had a, he had a smart steal where um, he literally just eyes on the ball, swat that ball. I think it was on Sabonis as well. And that's what we're talking about with Danny Green. But I'm concerned. I'm definitely concerned. This is early. He's already had second time he left the game early on in the season to a bum hamstring. So a little bit of a concern. Andre Drummond. First off, Andre Drummond, congratulations. My man is almost about to break Elton Brand or pass Elton Brand in the rebounds of all time. I think he's 13th right now. Elton Brand's 12th. And I think he's going to break it. I think he's going to pass him this year. That's truly incredible. I mean, we, he's so heavily criticized in his career. 
But the man does know how to get to get those boards. 16 boards tonight to add on to his 11 points. He was a plus 11 on the night, the best of all the Sixers. Obviously, going down in the stretch, he that big turnover uh, when you were down six was crucial, and that's the type of stuff he needs to get better on. But Andre Drummond continuing to uh, continue to kind of fill in as best as he can, being that anchor. Obviously, he's not Joel Embiid, and we definitely didn't miss him because Miles Turner was doing his thing as well. And Joel usually gets the best of Miles Turner, for being honest. But uh, Andre Drummond, solid, solid night. But he, he is who he is. Now, a certain here to name reason why we did lose as well was the bench not give us too much production considering what the Pacers were doing. Uh, you had Furkan Korkmaz lead the Sixers with eight points. He kind of like, I, I think, Doc, if I'm not mistaken, I think he sat him in that fourth quarter. I did not see him as much in the in that second half, but uh, he had himself two threes and, and three. I wonder if he's still suffering. If that wrist is really bothering him, he missed the what was it, the OKC game a couple uh, like a week or two ago with that wrist injury, and he's been wrapping it around. He's obviously played pretty well, but I wonder if it's still lingering and nagging. And obviously, he can't sit because we don't have bodies. We need him, so that's definitely tough. Shake Milton. Dude, where were you in the first half? Like, were you even in Indiana with us? He was scoreless for most of the game. I think he got seven points in that fourth quarter. But he was he was MIA for most of this game. He finished two of eight from the field, zero for one from the three. Couldn't even knock down the three-point shot. Shaky, you got to – we need Shake to add some, um, some spacing out on that court. But not a great night for him. And then you had Paul Reed with the dud. Uh, he got his four minutes. And Paul only got seven minutes. Paul Reed is a liability on the offensive glass. I know we love him, and he's he's pretty sound on defense. He gives you effort, but offensively, I don't know if he'll ever get there. He's really freaking raw, man. Even his jumper just looks broken. And then George's Niang, it's it's unfortunate. Usually, he's he's our sixth man off off the bench, and he's usually giving you the most production coming off the bench. But he only finished with six points, two seven from the field. He was off for sure. And uh, it, it's it's unfortunate because he's usually the one that gives you that production off the bench, and we just did not get it. And that's a problem. That was a problem last night. The fact that we didn't get enough uh, bench production as well, um, considering the other factors too, it's it's definitely got to get better. And we'll see what happens. Uh, George is going to see his former team on Tuesday night. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, definitely, this bench had to get better. But look, let's put it this way. Let's look. Let's read down some of these stats for the Indiana Pacers. The most to, to bonus: eighteen points, eight of eleven from the field, two of three from the three-point line. Miles Turner, twenty points, eight of twelve from the field, two of five from the three-point line. Malcolm Brogdon, thirteen points, four of thirteen from the field, one of four from the three-point line. Carrie Slaver, twelve points, five of ten uh, from the field, one of two from the three-point line. And uh, this Chris Duarte, Duarte, love. Absolutely love. I love the like, athletic guards who play uh, both ends. And he's kind of that guy. He was kind of a pesk, especially in that first half. He finished with seven points, but uh his his presence out there was was really big for Indiana. And he missed time. He went to the locker room in the third quarter and he came back. Uh, but they definitely missed his production. Now, who here was here who was a Sixers fan before the process remembers when we had Justin Holiday, Drew Holiday's brother here. I remember it was the final, it was the year before the process. We, it was the Bynum year. We were waiting for Bynum to play all season long. He never showed up, obviously. 
Um, we Doug Collins was just trying to throw people out there. We gave an opportunity to Justin Holiday. He, it is crazy the development Justin Holiday has done over the years. He was nowhere near this player. I never thought he would ever be this player that he is right now. He is a solid bench piece right now for Indiana, and the dude was on fire. Seriously on fire in that first half. He was not missing. Absolutely not. He was six of seven in the first half from the three-point line. It was wild. He was shooting. He was knocking down every. He was looking like Steph Curry. He looked than Drew Holiday for a second. <laughs> it was crazy. He finished with 27 points. And as a Sixers fan, it is crazy to see where Justin Holiday is coming. And I'm so happy for him. I can't be mad at that. So happy to see where he's come from and to see him put up this. He's a big part of Indiana's bench. And he, kudos to him. Absolutely. I can't I can't even hate on it. But he was one of the big reasons why they won this game. Flat out. Leading the Patriots in scores. Obviously, TJ McConnell, he was big in that fourth quarter. Those three straight possessions that we're talking about. But, you know, it, listen, if you remember the process years, you know how important TJ is. Not necessarily on the stat line, but... When you have a literal coach out there, someone who's going to motivate others, an absolute leader, he may not be the most talented. He gets the job done. He's a ball of energy, and nothing has changed. He, If anything, it's gotten even better over in Indiana, and kudos to him. I'm so happy he's made a little bit a little of a career here, considering this dude was an undrafted guy, came in here, Pittsburgh's finest, by the way, and has made himself a nice little career. And I think there is a future in this league for him. I could totally see TJ McConnell becoming a coach when it's all said and done. I think he's going to be a spectacular coach. And I and I really am so happy for him. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough to get mad at, at former Sixers doing work on you because you fall for these guys. You have an affection for these guys, but that's that's pretty much what it, what it was. Two stats off for you guys as far as teams goes and this to me is a reason why actually let's go three three stats of reason why we lost tonight field goal percentage for the indiana pacers 57.3 percent from the field that is absolutely bonkers to add on 50 percent from the three-point line believe it or not the sixers did have themselves a better uh, uh three-point percentage on the night but hey it, it is what it is they still were more efficient overall 33 assists for the indiana pacers uh, I'm going to add an, an extra stat. and We're at four stats. 58 points in the paint, and then we had... Where, where the hell is it? 21 points on fast fast break points. So when you consider all those stats right there, that right there tells the story of the game, and that is the reason why we lost to the Indiana Pacers. Look, it is what it is. The problem, the problem is, look, I, I usually would not be mad at this because I think that the Pacers really wanted this win. They really wanted to get that nod off. That look, even remember, remember last year, the last time we played in Indiana, we came down sixteen, beat the Pacers in the fourth quarter. They remember those type of things, okay? So the problem is, though, we just came off a three-game homestand where we lost all of them. And now the adding this, we're on a four-game losing streak after that six-game winning streak that we were just on. Things change in the NBA. Week to week, everything changes. You could be the best team in the league and turn yourself into a middle-of-the-pack team. Sixers are not there yet, but it is a bit concerning because we have five more games left in this road trip. You got the Blazers out in, out in Portland. You got the Warriors, who are the best team in the NBA right now, which is crazy to think about. You got the Nuggets. You got the Jazz. As I drop my pen, you got the Kangs. It's it's a bit of a concern. We're not going to get Joel Embiid possibly 
until next Wednesday. We need, and you know what? Defensively was something that was lacking today. That ball moving by the Pacers was was literally like we were just watching them, just like moving the ball, like uh, I don't know, like if they were the Utah Jazz back in the nineties. Like I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but everyone was just the ball movement was crazy to think about. And you're missing, obviously, your two best defenders. Joel Embiid, the anchor of his defense, and Matisse Thibels makes plays with his defense, and you were just missing that here on the night. And uh, that it's it's got to improve. It's got to improve. And we'll, we'll see what happens going forward here. But man, oh man, it's it, it was a it was a tough night. They they tried. They they definitely made some efforts. They made some runs late in this game, but they just did not have enough. And in the first half, the Pacers were just shooting the lights out from the three. Getting some high, high, uh, high efficient shots in the second half. They were just trying to, you know, get easy layups, easy buckets, points in the paint. That's really where they made. That's really where they got got up in the points in the paint. That's usually where the Sixers do their work. But it it is that it was definitely, definitely, definitely the Pacers' night. It just flat out was the Pacers' night. Um, trying to see here. Actually, the uh. Yeah, Drummond Drummond actually led all Sixers player or all players on the night with um with rebounds. I will say this. Uh, before we move, it's so I got I know I know we got some comments. I want to read some of them. If they're basketball, if they're basketball related, I will read them. Um but want to give you guys a heads up. We will be without assistant coach David Yeager for the time being. Um it was announced last night after the game that he actually uh does have cancer. Um, I believe it's from his head to his mouth. Um, so pretty much this whole like oral region of the body. And I just wanted to say because I did just lose a friend to cancer, a similar cancer as well. I really just you know put the basketball aside, thoughts and prayers, and we're we're praying for you. And, and you're not alone in this, David. All your all every Sixers fan that's watching this or listening to this, seriously send your support to David Yeager. It is so important. It is so tough to go through cancer, to go through chemo. It, it, it can really beat you the F down. I know Jaeger is a tough mother effer, and people forget that the reason, like the imprint of the Sixers defense, obviously it's been here for a while, but the real imprint of the Sixers defense is because of Dave. Dave actually added on to this defense, and this D Sixers defense is a tough nose defense. Dave. You are going to be in my prayers, and everyone, please keep David Yeager in your prayers. Bas basketball is the least of our concerns right now. I, I just hope that David can get past this and can live his life. That That's pretty much it, guys. So I wanted to give, get you guys, give you guys a heads up because, listen, he's our coach, and this is this is de it definitely sucks, but it can turn into a positive just like everything else in life, guys, just like everything else. So thoughts and prayers to David Yeager. Keep that in mind, guys. Keep that in mind. So let's see what you guys got to say here. Again, guys, any football stuff, I, I understand it's some football. I know you guys get crazy on Sunday football, but I'm not going to be reading those yet. So if you guys got basketball stuff, I will definitely look at those and answer those. What's up, King Washington? What's happening, man? I know King Washington's happy with his Bulls right now. Looking, they looking all right. Looking all right. They got a little, little squad up there in Chicago. All right. What's up right now? How you feeling, brother? Welcome on in, man. Nathan, what's happening, baby? What's happening? What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Um, <laughs> I appreciate that, Logan. Yes, guys. So, reminder: if you guys do want to see the Eagles Broncos preview, I already have that out on my YouTube channel. Go check that out. Leave a like, and uh, that that uh, that's definitely there for you guys for sure. 
Uh, once Joel back, we need him chase. Uh, Joel can come back on Wednesday. That is the that is the closest he can come back to. He was diagnosed last Sunday. Remember, it is ten days. Let's hope that he can come back next. Uh, the next, I believe we play next Thursday. Next uh, Tuesday we play the Jazz, right? Um, let me get the complete schedule, please. Tuesday, so Tuesday we got the Jazz. We'll be in Utah, I believe. Thursday we will be in Denver. Um, uh, yep. So Thursday we'll be in Denver. So. This actually works out pretty damn well. We could potentially have De- Joel back just in time for uh, the Jokic and Joel Embiid matchup. I'm in. I'm still in on that. So we'll, we'll we'll obviously that's up to Joel. We'll wait and see what happens there. But that is the latest that we can get Joel Embiid back, man. Uh, we need it because we look trash without him. Um, yeah, we could use him. We could absolutely use him. But I will say this uh, defensively. Look, it's got to be better effort. And the thing is, is that communication was not there last night. When the when the Pacers are moving the ball so quickly and and they're on the transitions, turnovers are killing or were killing them last night. Pacers were turning that into points. You got to communicate. You got to talk out there. I did not see that enough. The little things do matter, especially defensively. It's not just effort and skill. It's communication. It's attention to detail, and that was missing on the night. But. It's it, honestly, Chase. It's not an excuse. You got to get the job done. You want to be one of those teams. You want to be one of those top teams. You got to be play. You got to play. You got to play better, despite who's out on the court, man. Um, Chase. The Nets game is on Tuesday. They'll be playing the Jazz at ten o'clock up in Utah, and the next Eagles game is today. <laughs> it's gonna be today at four twenty-five in Denver. If you want to, after that, that's gonna be next Sunday. Against the football team. I believe that's a one o'clock kickoff. I'm not gonna look at that right now because it's six is time, baby. Six is time. Uh the bottom can add the, the score to the game. The sixers fall to the pacers, then the score for other people that didn't watch the wait. The bottom can you add the score? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? That's that's not that's a that's a fair request. I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty lenient guy here. I'll be I'd love to. Just give me two seconds here. One Sick, and if you guys don't know, the Sixers fell to the Indiana Pacers, one eighteen to one thirteen. But absolutely, Chase, you get it, you got it, brother, you got it. All right, let's uh, let's see here what's going on TikTok again, guys. If you guys got basketball stuff, I will answer it. But if not, I'm going to have to move on because it's Sixers time. Uh, we love Short King, Amen. Don't size don't matter. <laughs> what's up, NFL? How you feeling, brother? King Washington here too. What's going on? What's happening? I love the love. I love the love. Let's keep let's keep it going, guys. Uh, I'm Ryan Moyer. What's happening, baby? What's going on, man? Let's go Sixers. Uh, LeBron, 23. James Laker. Judging by your shirt, I'm guessing you're not an Eagles fan. I hate the Eagles. Eagles suck. <laughs> um, all right. I'm not talking. I'm not talking football, guys. Sorry. Uh, Willie Rob, I do appreciate the follow. Welcome to the family, my man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, Roach Cheetah. So, uh, we run uh, game recaps, we run a podcast here, my man. So, after every game, I could not do it last night because we do have part time job. We try and make some extra money to invest. We're big investors here. So, Roach, pretty much after every game, we recap it. I we cover f- all five Philly sports here the Eagles, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Phillies, and the Union. So, after every game, we recap it. And like I said, I wasn't able to do it last night. So we're just doing it this morning. So right now, you guys are on right here, live right on my right. In front of me, I got YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch 
all through StreamYard. We're just talking to four different audiences, man. But we're just here to have fun. We're here to talk some sisters. We're about to talk flyers in a little bit. So thank you so much for tuning on in, man. But that's that's what we do here, brother. That's what we do. Go birds. I'll accept that. Go birds. Let's go. Philly fan, what's happening, baby? What'd you think about the Sixers last night, Philly fan? I I know it wasn't a good one, man, but hey, we'll be back. Um, I'll broadcast. I think the OBJ to Philly is long gone, my man. Uh, Gavo, what's happening, baby? What's going on, man? Welcome on in, brother. Welcome on in. Um, Chase, I, I wish I was drunk last night because my ass was exhausted to even grab a drink. Uh, we were, I, so... I like to be honest with you guys. So uh, sometimes I do like to pick up uh, catering shifts at an old catering job I had back in the day. Um, it's really easy money. So why the F not quick, quick 300 bucks in the pocket add on to uh, add on to my investments. Uh, so I don't mind doing it. It does affect, obviously, because last night we got I didn't finish watching the Sixers tonight. And we and problem was yesterday we had a back to back we had sixers and flyers so i had to watch the flyers this morning so that's why we're about to hop on in a little bit after this and talk uh some some flyers but give me a second we'll, we'll hop back on here but yeah so guys next up sixers versus jazz this is going to be a tough one the jazz we all know how they like to run their team the perimeter defense better come to play in salt lake city because we know the jazz will shoot the lights out and the bench better step up niang's gonna be returning back to utah utah literally said bye georges we don't need jazz so georges come out here motivated ready to play ready to prove that the jazz did the wrong move there so we'll see what happens that recap will be brought wednesday morning because it's a late one and i my ass gotta get to bed uh, but we will recap the Flyers. And why am I blanking on who they play? I'll figure that out. We'll talk about that in a little bit, actually. So stay tuned for that, guys. But that's going to do it today. Again, the Sixers fall to the Indiana Pacers, 118-113. to 113. Not a great showing here. But we will get bodies back soon. We should get Matisse back for that Tuesday game. He, we should be back for that Tuesday game. We will see. That would be big if we get Matisse back. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be back in, in a couple of minutes. We're going to recap the Flyers and the Stars game last night. I know you guys probably don't want to talk about that because that was an ugly one as well. But uh, we'll be back in a little bit, guys. Again, guys, if you're new to this channel, make sure you uh, hit the like button. It would do me a big solid. And as well, if you are a Philly sports fan, this is the first time you're tuning on in, consider subscribing to the channel. We talk all Philly sports all the damn time. And and uh, it would it'd be, it'd be awesome to have you part of this family. It would be awesome to have you part of this family. Uh, Back in a little bit, but until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the Parasol Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go Philly Sports and let's go Sixers as well. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>